One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 55. Today, we're going to be talking about three questions you should answer to make your marketing as strong as possible. This is a super important conversation, and I cannot wait to get into it. But before we dig in, I have an invitation for you. I wanted to invite you to join other values-driven small business owners for inspiration, accountability, and lots of business and marketing education. That all takes place in a free Facebook community for this podcast, and it's called the Good Business Community. You can grab the link in the show notes or go to the URL makinggoodpodcast.com slash community to be redirected. I also thought I'd give a bit of a personal update before we dig into this week's episode. This episode releases on Tuesday, March 30th, which is 26 days before the due date of our baby. That's right. My partner Kate is pregnant with our first kid. Things are not totally going to plan. We are in the middle of a big remodel of our house that has been seriously delayed. So we will not be back in our house when the baby arrives. I still have a lot to do before the baby comes, and I am hoping to be able to take a little bit of time off. And of course, COVID is still very much a thing, but it's a fun time. Our house is filling up with gear that I have no idea how to use and the cutest little baby outfits. We are cluelessly watching a lot of YouTube videos and we're telling our wolfy sidekick, our dog Puff, that she needs to be a very nice big sister. So big changes are coming and I promise to keep you in the loop. But as far as it relates to this podcast, My plan is to get the content all recorded and set up in advance so that I don't have to take any weeks off of releasing episodes. No promises, but that is the plan so far. More coming in the next few weeks on that. Okay, so all that said, let's get into this week's episode, which again is about the three questions you need to answer in order to do clear, strong marketing. The first question is, who is your ideal customer? When our ideal customer comes across our brand, we want them to say to themselves, wow, you really understand me. Your ideal customer is the person you create your products and goods for. It's important to get really, really clear on who this person is before you spend too much time marketing. Look at who is most attracted to your product and who you like working with. A great way to do this is if you have a customer you've worked with in the past that just loves what you create and you wish you could clone her, maybe she's your ideal customer. Or if you're a newer business, maybe this is a fictional set of traits. After we've identified generally who this person is, it's time to really dig in and get to know them. What are their values? What do they care about? How old are they? Do they have kids? Are they married? What magazines or blogs do they read? 
Who do they follow on social media? What's the first app they open when they grab their phone in the morning? Where do they want to go on vacation? What stresses them out? What makes them feel good about themselves? What do they struggle with? What books are they reading? What are their hobbies? What does a good Friday night sound like to them? So how do you get the answers to these questions? Well, you find your ideal customer, ask them questions, and listen to what they have to say. For example, you can find out where they're hanging out online and observe and ask questions there. Ask yourself, what questions are they asking? What do they need help with? What do they have in common? Good places for this are online communities and forums, Facebook groups, and recently Clubhouse. Or you can ask them directly. Ask specific questions on your Instagram stories and use engagement tools to collect responses. You could create a survey and find ways to get it in front of your ideal customer. You could even conduct some ideal customer interviews, which are usually phone or Zoom calls. A quick Google search will bring up some ideas on how to do that. The most important thing to keep in mind when it comes to getting to know your ideal customer is that it's critical to get really, really specific here. Someone who comes across your product and marketing should immediately know whether they are the right fit. Spending the time up front to get clear on who your ideal customer is, is just plain efficient. If we don't get this right the first time, we'll be creating products and marketing that are not designed for the person we're hoping buys them. And we'll just spend a lot of time spinning our wheels and in some cases spending money. The better we know our target customer, the better we will be able to communicate in a way that resonates with them. And more importantly, the better we'll be able to create products that solve their problems and address their pain points. Speaking of pain points, this is a bit of an aside, but you'll sometimes hear marketing experts suggest that you agitate your customers' pain points as a way of convincing them and reminding them how much they need your product or service. Please don't do this. I'm going to release more content around ethical marketing coming soon on the podcast, but just know that you can still help someone solve their problems without stirring up painful emotions in them. I would also encourage you to listen to episode 52 of this podcast, How to Build Your Business Around Your Customer with Natalie Shepard, which has some great information on how to really deeply get to know your ideal customer. Okay, so the second question to get super clear on in order to do better marketing is, what do you have to offer? This may seem obvious, but it's really important to get it right. When someone comes across your marketing and your products, they should easily be able to figure out what's in it for them. In marketing land, we call this a value proposition, which is defined on Wikipedia as a promise of value to be delivered, communicated, and acknowledged. Steve Blank, a former Google employee who runs the Lean Startup Circle, has created a simple formula you can use to work out what your value proposition is in your business. I help X do Y by doing Z, where X is your ideal customer, Y is what benefit you offer, and Z is how you do it. So I help ideal customer do benefit by doing how you do it. If it's helpful, and particularly if you're a product-based business, you could think about this a slightly different way. Something like, I make A for B so they can see. Where A is what's unique about your product, B is your ideal customer, and C is the benefit your product brings to your customers' lives. So again, I make A your unique product for B your ideal customer so they can see the benefit your product brings to your customers' lives. 
I realize that this is quite a mouthful. So I will write out these formulas in the show notes at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 55. To provide an example, I've written a value proposition for this podcast, Making Good, in each of these formats. So the first format would be, I help values-driven small business owners do better marketing and more good in the world by offering weekly educational podcast episodes and a supportive online community. And in the second format, I create weekly educational podcasts and a supportive community for values-driven small business owners so they can do better marketing and more good in the world. Note that your value proposition isn't necessarily meant to be communicated directly to your ideal customer. It's more for you. It's a one-sentence foundational statement that can serve as a guide for your marketing efforts. It's something that you do need to be crystal clear on and use as a starting point for the marketing that you write. Which brings us to the third question, and that is, what makes you different? Are you ready for some more nerdy marketing jargon? In marketing land, we call this a USP, which stands for your unique selling proposition. Simply put, your USP is what makes you different from your competition. You all know that I love marketing, and one of my favorite things about it is this. In marketing, our job is to explain how we're different from everyone else. This really inspires me because we live in a world where many of us spend a lot of our lives just trying to fit in with everyone else. But marketing has really shown me that the power of being uniquely you, of not trying to be like everyone else. In fact, in marketing, we work hard to show how we're different from others. There are some formulas you can look up online around USPs. Usually they are one to two sentences and explain what your product is, who it's for, and how it's different from your competition. It's often your value proposition plus an extra component that explains how you're different from everyone else. Let me explain this with my paper goods business, Good Sheila. For some details up front, if you don't know Good Sheila, Good Sheila was my first small business that I opened in 2017. And I make greeting cards, art prints, and vinyl stickers based on my watercolor designs. For Good Sheila, my key differentiator is that my greeting cards are meant to be both a card and a piece of art. Many of them are sized 5 by 7 intentionally to fit easily in a frame. And I hope that people will mail them, frame them, or ideally both. So here's a USP for Good Sheila. Good Sheila offers plant-inspired greeting cards, vinyl stickers, and art prints for nature lovers so they can bring the color and vibrance of the outdoors into their homes. Unlike other greeting card companies, our cards are designed to live a second life as art, minimizing waste and maximizing beauty in your home. Again, this statement isn't necessarily meant to be written on the front of my website or on my Instagram bio, but it should be a clear guiding force behind what I say in my marketing. Okay, so to review... These are the three questions you need clear answers on in order to do strong marketing. One, who is your ideal customer? Two, what do you have to offer? And three, what makes you different from everyone else? Now, we've answered these questions. What do we do with them afterward? Well, we make sure to remember our answers to these questions and keep them top of mind when we write content for our business. Maybe you could print them out and put them next to your computer, or maybe you use Canva to create a graphic that is the background on your desktop, or maybe you set a reminder for once a week to review them. Whatever it is, make sure that you have a way to keep your answers to these questions top of mind and fresh when you're preparing your marketing material. Before I wrap up, I want to give you a bit of a pep talk. 
The first thing I want to say is this. As small business owners, there is so much to do that often we find ourselves doing the urgent, time-sensitive tasks first and never really getting around to the sit down and do the more strategic work, like really thinking through answers to questions like we talked about today. But I want you to think about this strategic work as the foundation of your marketing. If you're building your house on a weak, crumbling foundation, it doesn't matter how beautiful of marketing or a house that you build, it's still not going to get you very far. It is worth spending the time up front to answer these questions and building a strong foundation. When you have thoughtful, clear answers to these questions, your marketing will be so much stronger. The second piece of my pep talk is to get specific. Don't be afraid to be super, super detailed in your answers to these questions about who you serve, what you offer, and what sets you apart. My friend and fellow marketing expert, Micah Larson, introduced me to the idea of concreteness in marketing, which is essentially make it so clear that we can visualize it in our heads. You won't be able to do concrete, specific marketing straight to your ideal customer if you haven't gotten clear on what you sell and who you serve first. Finally, give yourself some permission for your answers to these questions to evolve. You may not get it, quote unquote, exactly right the first time. In fact, you probably won't. I would encourage you to make asking these questions a routine process in your business. Our businesses change, and as time goes on, we'll get to know our industry and our customers better. In turn, we'll have better, more specific, and therefore more useful answers to these questions, which will make our marketing better and better. Okay, so that is the episode for today, friends. To sum up very quickly, I would strongly encourage you to spend some time answering these three questions in your business. One, who is your ideal customer? Two, what do you have to offer? And three, what makes you different from everyone else? If you got value out of this episode, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram stories. Take a screenshot from your podcast player and tag me at Lauren Tilden so I can say hello. You can find the full details from this episode over at the show notes page at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 55. One of my favorite places to hang out lately has been the private free Facebook group for this community. I would love to have you join us over at facebook.com slash groups slash good business people, or head to makinggoodpodcast.com slash community to be redirected. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.